0: Welcome to the Transforming Leadership podcast with executive coach, author, and speaker, Dr. Steve Steff. I'm your host, Jim Brangenberg. For more information about Dr. Steff and how the Transforming Leadership team builds effectiveness in leaders, please look online at tleadership.com. That's tleadership.com. Now let's join Dr. Steff in the studio. Hi, I'm Jim Brangenberg with Transforming Leadership, and I'm joined by Dr. Steve Steff Steve, before we begin today, I think it's good to remind everybody we're in this whole series of Transforming Leadership Proverbs. These proverbs are are sayings or truisms that you and the team have come up with that you find common throughout organizations, throughout our country, I imagine around the world. These are just things you're seeing.
1: Absolutely. Um, This particular proverb, the number one way to increase your value to the organization is delegation. That that's such a huge one and it's just so difficult in the workplace.
0: So you you've got lots of proverbs that seem to point back to the simple principle. The number one way to increase your value to organization is delegation. But why don't why don't we just why don't we just describe let's define delegation first.
1: Delegation. Yeah, you know, that, that's a great point because we often get confused between delegation and task assignment. I have even senior leaders, you know, all of my work, quite frankly, is with the executive team or the next tier down. I have senior leaders that are thinking they are delegating when they are giving one of their direct reports a specific task to do. And that's not really delegation unless it is a task that the senior leader is responsible for on a, on a daily basis or on a normal basis, I should say. If it's something that I'm responsible for, but I'm pushing it down for you to do it and you to generate the outcome, that's delegation. I'm maintaining accountability on it, but you have responsibility for fulfilling on it. So is that is that a clear enough distinction?
0: Well, and I think a lot of people struggle. Maybe, maybe, but I think a lot of people really struggle. Is it delegation? Did I just get delegated to or did I just get dumped on?
1: Well, it it may perceive it as being dumped on. And if that's the case, then the person delegating didn't do a good job of delegation because you, you probably did get dumped on in that case. Because true delegation, the direct report that I'm pushing the responsibility to, part of that pushing is explaining the value of the work that they are going to be doing, not only explaining the value to the organization, but explaining the value of the job, the task, the responsibility, explain the value to the organization, explaining the value to me, and explaining the value to the direct report, because it is, in fact, making that direct report, in our language, it's making them bigger. It's giving them more responsibility. Sure. So I'm not just pushing uh, a task on them and, and work to do, uh, delegation is, for me, it's part of the succession plan for making that person bigger and increasing their responsibility and their value.
0: So what is it? I mean, you being a licensed professional counselor, what is it in the human psyche that makes delegation not so easy?
1: Well, it's not easy for a bunch of reasons. One, one is there's probably one best way of doing things. And, and quite frankly, Jim, it's usually uh, my way. Yeah, you know? So... Delegation gets complicated first because I'm afraid they won't do it the way I would do it, which is the right way. Uh, delegation gets complicated, <laughs> pardon me, because I'm, I'm afraid they won't do it to the uh, to the grade or the quality that, that I want it done. Uh, so that, you know, I, I, I don't want to, I have that fear of letting go of the control. It's a control issue. Some people, I, I hear this frequently, some people feel that uh, people don't delegate because they uh, are intimidated in the workplace and they don't want to give away their status. I've got to tell you that, that we just rarely encounter that with the people that we deal with. Now keep in mind that virtually or really literally everyone that that our organization deals with they're already successful leaders so I guess they're not struggling with the, uh, the insecurities but some people think that people don't delegate because they're insecure about giving away their, their authority. I don't think so. I don't think it's authority. I think it's control of outcome and control of process.
0: All right. So people struggle with delegation, you said, really out of uh, a lack of trust or fear, control, a lack of control, uh, and, and worried about their status. So really you're saying it involves risk.
1: Right. It involves risk, but it, it involves risk because I'm allowing someone else to have responsibility for the process and the outcome. But if I'm a senior leader, Jim, it, it, it's essential that I recognize on a day by day or even moment by moment basis that that my real value to the, the, the real value that I bring to the organization is outcomes and productivity. It's not not process. So if I've got Jim Brangenberg working for me and I delegate a responsibility to Jim and Jim has a home run on that, I have a home run because I own the responsibility. So the more responsibilities I can push down for someone else to do, the real value to me is it opens up my time for higher level tasks. I I become more productive by delegating.
0: Delegation is the true indicator of a, of a growing leader. Absolutely. So what kind of skills does it take for somebody to learn to be a good delegator?
1: The, the, the number one skill is a coaching skill, not a teaching skill, not a management skill, but a coaching skill. Because if, if I you know, I'll continue to use the two of us, Jim, if you're working for me, you're one of my direct reports, and, and I know the outcome that I'm looking for, I need to, I, you you may require some training in being able to do this, but if you're a senior leader in my organization already, uh, the fact is that you're you come to the table pretty well equipped and pretty well developed, I've got confidence in you already or you wouldn't be a senior leader. So what I want to do along the way is coach you, not direct you. So we're looking for coaching skills. That is, Jim, tell me what your needs are in doing this. This is the outcome I'm looking for. First, help me, Jim, identify the process that you might use. That's a question. That's not a direction. If I'm looking for this outcome, Jim, you you define a process for me, and let, let's see if we can agree that that will end up at the same place. That's, that's a coaching question. That's a coaching assignment, not a directing assignment. Does that, does that make sense?
0: It does, and I, and I think really what you're trying to do in in delegating, I mean, it, we've talked in, in past Proverbs just about creating that succession plan. We need to be preparing people for taking our own position or maybe even a position above us one day, and that's scary for some people. But exactly by delegating, we find out what our people are really made of. I mean, isn't that?
1: Yeah, exactly. If I'm a VP in an organization, but I want to be a, a – uh, a chief officer of whatever let's say operations so so I'm a director of operations but one day I want to be the chief operations officer there and I've got five people that report to me I need to be laser focused on ensuring that one of or some spread of those five people that I am equipping them to do virtually everything that I do so that If that uh, COO position should open up, that the organization recognizes that, one, I'm ready and able to do it, and two, I've got successors back here that are ready and able to fill my slot. One of the reasons that we hire outside instead of inside, and I, I see it all the time, we go outside doing recruiting instead of inside because a person inside is too difficult to replace. I need to be building my, de- my replacement all the time, and I'm doing that through coaching and through delegation.
0: So, are really saying that delegation helps make an organization more healthy?
1: Oh, no, no question. You're, you're constantly – delegation is developmental. It's not directive. It's developmental. And if I'm developing my people, then I'm preparing a successor or either for my job or I'm developing that person, making them bigger to get them ready to go to another job. So it's a healthy organization. It's an, a, a delegating, and I'm talking about delegating, not dumping was the word that you used earlier. A, a delegating organization is an organization that people want to work for because they see promise. They see a future there.
0: Hmm. I think and it goes back to the psyche thing um, that that we have to trust the people underneath us, and we have to be willing to let go of our control. But what if we feel like our direct report doesn't have the time for us to delegate to them?
1: Well they, I can tell you right now they don't have time because if you're leading the way you should, they're full now. So if you're going to coach your direct report on anything during your connecting meetings your one-on-one meetings that you're having on a weekly basis, the first thing to coach that direct report on is how to delegate. So you teach them how to delegate. You help them learn the process of delegation and and coaching through delegation. And, And as they are learning to delegate, they are building space, Jim for you to be able to delegate to them. So you delegate to the floor. Everyone in the organization should be trained on an ongoing basis and quite frankly should be held accountable on an ongoing basis for delegating so that they are constantly building space, building time, if you will, building bandwidth, whatever uh, little, say, your organization uses, so that you can push down to them because when I can push down, then I'm opening my time up for a higher level tasks. It's got to be cascading.
0: Well so talking about this cascading. So you're saying if if me as a senior leader, I get something from the CEO they they delegate something to me to test my to, to test my abilities. Yeah. If it really is working well within my organization, Everybody below me should be getting something new because I'm going to delegate this I got to delegate something off my plate to the people that are my direct reports in order to be able to do this new task and they need to be able to delegate if if I if everybody is already full that means this should flow all the way
1: downhill. It's got to flow all the way down. You've got to delegate to the floor and and here's where it might break down. It might break down because if the CEO calls me and says, Steve, I need you to do such and such. We have a big project and I need you to own it. And I don't have time to own it, so I'm going to have to delegate. It might break down because I have not been adequately uh, developing the people that report to me, so now I've got to delegate something immediately, push some responsibility down immediately, to a subordinate or direct report that's not prepared for that. So a, a, a delegating organization is a developmental organization, and they're not developing as needed. They're developing all the time. Right. So that when the time is needed, they have someone sitting there ready, waiting, and equipped to do that job, push it to them full time.
0: Can you give us a great example of an organization that has done this really well that you work with?
1: oh yeah i've got one of my organizations in south carolina are just masters at this because they're they are constantly involved they have a developmental program for everyone from their supervisors up so the first to me the first step in building a a delegating organization is that you've got to put a development plan in place for every level within the organization and they spent uh, a literal year and designing development plans, um, uh, what, what, I can't of the word I'm looking for, but uh, job development plans for every level there, not just for the individual, but for every level. And then the supervisors at every level kind of craft or adapt that development plan for the individuals involved. So they've got this ongoing program. So every person in that organization, right down to the people on the assembly line, are building bandwidth, building capability so that if the opportunity shows up for them to move from the line to a lead or from a lead to a supervisor or from a supervisor to the director or from a director to a VP, if that opportunity shows up, they are already almost there. So they're, they're pre-equipped, not overburdened by getting uh, dumped on, as you said earlier in the show today, not overburdened by getting dumped on something that they're not equipped for, don't have time for, and don't have a plan of getting there.
0: So you said that, uh, so the proverb today, the number one way to increase your value yes. to the organization is delegation. And you said delegation is developmental. So my question is, is it true then that delegation is also financial? That that oh, that organizations that have that have delegation as their model are significantly more profitable.
1: Absolutely. For and, and we can spend a whole cast on this, but let me give you the, the thirty seconds on this. If if I'm making one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, then you can break that down to the per hour. You know, I probably wouldn't, but you could break that down to the per hour. And I've got a guy that reports to me that makes $100,000 a year. And he's got a guy that reports to him that makes $50,000 a year. Every task or every responsibility that I pushed down to to my direct report just became, I just got done for two-thirds of the price that I was doing it at. Everything that he pushes down to his direct report just got done at half the price that that he had it at. So, we're, we're always being equipped and prepared for not only higher profile, but more valuable tasks. So, the value of that direct report that reports to me just went up. The value of the direct report that reports to him just went up. And I'm sitting here now ready for the CEO to push something down to me that says, uh, you know, that increases my value to the organization. So, my value, when my value increases, And the people that report to me, when their value increases, the value of the organization has increased.
0: Hmm. It's
1: just that simple.
0: Delegation is developmental, and it's financial. I love that. I mean, it's it's a great one. Thank you, Dr. Steve Steff. Thanks, Joe. And to our listeners, as always, please check us out online, tleadership.com. That's tleadership.com. You'll find a phone number out there as as well as an information form. We'd love to hear from you. Get us some feedback on what you're learning here on these Transforming Leadership Proverbs uh, podcasts that we're doing. We'd love to have you give us a call or drop us a note. Until next time. And that ends our discussion for today. Thanks for listening to the Transforming Leadership Podcast with executive coach, author, and speaker, Dr. Steve Stepp. For more information on how Dr. Steph and the Transforming Leadership team can help you become a more effective leader, please look online at tleadership.com. That's tleadership.com. The Transforming Leadership Podcast is available on your favorite podcast directories, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Please leave a rating and review on your favorite platform to help us spread the word. Until next time, remember, building effectiveness in leaders starts with the transformation of your heart towards your people.